This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Hey everyone, it's Victoria Madian from Vibrant Raw Living and Vegan Danielle from the Specialty Produce Network. We're so excited San Diego Restaurant Week is coming. Join Specialty Produce in celebrating over 180 restaurants over eight days. It's all happening this year from Sunday, September 24th through Sunday, October 1st. For those of you looking for plant-based options, one of our favorite restaurants with an all-vegan menu, Cafe Gratitude, happens to be on the list. Go to www.sandiegorestaurantweek.com for more information. Select the drop-down menu under Type of Food and click Vegan to display other restaurants with vegan options. Don't forget to hashtag SDRW on social media in all of your delicious food photos and enjoy all that our local San Diego chefs have to offer. tap into i'm travis i'm pete and i'm cassie and we're excited you're joining us on this journey of conscious rising wait what does that mean i'm glad you asked pete it means we're going to be sharing our experiences and tools for a life centered in joy purpose and gratitude life as it comes our way so the good the bad don't forget the what the fuck (laughs) exactly so come as you are set aside what you think you know and simply listen and as always take take what what you you like and leave the rest Hello, Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Facebook world. Everybody's like, what is happening right now? Today is Friday. It's roughly around 2 o'clock. Um, I'm this not Cassie. chick next to Travis <laughs> is, you know, is equally as gorgeous, but completely different. Very different. I mean, so she this, has green hair. I have purple. Right. Oh, yeah. It is, it is a thing. <laughs> but the, here it is. We're all family, right? Um, yeah. This is really cool for us. We're super stoked to be here right now. Um, we're doing a double whammy here. So we're going to be talking to a, a, a few different audiences, I think, right? Right now, we're talking to you, Facebook Live. We're talking um, to uh, <laughs> tomorrow. It'll be talking to the different people listening to the podcast. Right. Let's introduce some people, right? So if you're on here, obviously, you know who I am and who Pete is, but to the right of me, left on your screen, I guess, we have got Miss Danielle, how do you say your last name? Pets. Pets. Like dogs and cats. See, sometimes I want to call it Pete's or sometimes I want to. Everybody does it. That's me. But more importantly, (laughs) she is known around the world. She is worldwide. Around the world World, world, as vegan vegan Danielle. She is a podcaster. Not only is she a podcaster here at uh, Specialty Produce Network, but she runs this bitch. Right? Uh, sometimes, yes. <laughs> she, you do. You run this podcast studio. She's, she's what helps make us happen every day. And now Aww. you're finally seeing her. You, you might have been able to. You might have heard her a few times. Yeah, actually. Actually. last week actually, or this week actually. They right. probably did. Or at least they heard you guys talking to me. Exactly. So, so this, producer Danielle. <laughs> this is our new producer, and this I know what you all are thinking. It's only a matter of time before we get every producer we've ever had in the seat next to us. But, I know. But you I'm know what? Yes. Whoa, oh, it's I'm playing back, actually. I'm playing back here in the headphones. Um, so, anyways, uh, what are we doing today? We are... We're collaborating. We are collaborating. collaborating. I'm stoked. I really am stoked. Um, we're doing a double whammy. We've got... We're t- recording simultaneously our a podcast Hi. on ours, as well as a podcast on Danielle's. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... So, I guess, yeah, for, for people, I think you did a... a 
pretty good introduction of me, but Tweet. since we're putting the <laughs> sweet, since we're putting this on my podcast, not Facebook, but just my recorded podcast, people who don't know you, Ooh, and well, yeah, who is Tap? Who is Tap? What it, what is Travis and Pete? <laughs> who are? Ask myself that every day. <laughs> who are we today? Who We're are you? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Well, I'm Pete, and this is Travis. Pete Olson. And over on Tap <laughs> Into, Mooney. in our Facebook page, Travis and Pete, our job is to try to bring the world along as we tap into a lifestyle full of growth, gratitude, gratitude and joy. Joy. Good, bad, and what the fuck? Right. Like that's what we. I'm hoping there's an explicit already on your thing because yep, now, okay. <laughs> now there is. Because now there is. Because now there is. And so one of our areas of growth is nutrition, our bodies, and how we interact with our world. And so our newest um, adventure is a vegan lifestyle. Yeah. It's not even we're not even play with the word diet because it's more a it says die in it. Oh, that's which a good is point. actually why would you want to do that would be contradictive instead of doing a vegan diet because you're actually doing a vegan save it killing nobody vegan save it yeah oh my instead gosh diet, it's a new it. thing it is it. you heard it here folks vegan yeah. live it and vegan, vegan Danielle live it. vegan live it live it yeah that is so we should trademark that right now producer TM and so what why we mesh so well with you Danielle is because we love your message of not trying to force people to see it it your way but to be an avenue of education where people can come and learn a different way to think about something that they've maybe thought a certain way their whole life as travis and i have and me too and i think that that was one of the um the cool things for for those of you that don't know that haven't seen some of the uh facebook lives before the travis and pete have kind of talked a little bit about you know eating well and we talked a little bit about veganism and they started a little journey down in tj and it's kind of been a little experience for them and so um, I guess when you guys were first interested, uh, no, I made you interested. <laughs> I don't remember how it started. You That's asked, exactly I it. told you to go watch Forks Over Knives. Yeah. And but it, what happened before that though? Like, so we, uh, you know, really quick breakdown. This is going to be mostly for your, um, podcast, I think is because all of our people have heard it a hundred times, but a quick, Sorry, a quick for us is that, um, you know, we started a journey, uh, of conscious living back in November of last year. It'll be a year coming up. Um, we lived in Kentucky, right? We mm-hmm. both had this feeling of wanting more and getting more out there. And so we did, we drove, a, sold all of our shit, drove all the way across the United States to California found what seemed like more of a home for both of us. Um, and along the way, I've been practicing how to live a life centered in um, uh, joy, gratitude, and consciousness. Okay, yeah. So along those ways, we've ran into a lot of really great people. Um, the universe provides for people who don't know what to believe in. Our belief is that the universe does provide to you, right? Every single step of the way that puts the people in front of you that you need to talk to. Yeah, And so um, within the year, we recently had been on a paleo diet, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, we come from a place southern. Technically, Kentucky is in the south. I don't know why. I still don't understand that. But like, <laughs> we are technically you know, in the south. So we come from a background of southern living, the fried foods, you know, kill a cow, do whatever you need to to survive, screw the land. It'll all be okay. Right. Um, so moving here, you're almost forced to um, adapt, right? You, it's not one of those things of, you know, 
people are very more conscious here in California. It's just <clears throat> they tend to be tend yeah. to be can be right. Yeah. Um, so we did our uh, just to kind of get into a better eating habit or what we thought at the time. We went to paleo. Yeah, paleo is very centered on gathering and foraging. Do as the cavemen do. Then you know it's named after the Paleolithic era, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's a lot of meats. It's a lot of um, Vegetables. It's less processed. And less, less, no process. Which I yeah, agree yeah, with yeah, that part. Yeah. That part. Yeah. <clears throat> so we did that. Um, we did what was called a sadhana. Sadhana is a 40 day spiritual practice. Um, and it's just to kind of help open up your mind and be more spiritually aware and da 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 da. Uh, so when we did that, we did it for 40 days. It changed our lives, right? If, especially if you compare to what we were eating and doing. Um, beforehand, uh, which was processed food, driving through McDonald's as much as you could, pizza, 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 blah, blah, blah. So we did that for 40 days, and then it was we lost our damn minds, right? We went straight back to what we had been doing. Yeah. Um, and we did that for, what, a couple months? A couple months or so? Um, and yes. it, again, the universe provides. We love us some vegan Danielle. They <laughs> um, had no idea about veganism, really. We knew the, you know, which I is... Ate yeah, we knew what you see in the background. It shows a lot to say that we knew that Daniel was vegan, but we didn't know a lot about it because she is not one of those pushy, yeah, shove it down your throat type deals, which we loved. Um, but right around the time where we wanted to do something more, we wanted to get into a healthier lifestyle. Boom! There you are. Watch uh, this documentary. Watch this documentary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, God bless. And I, I feel like when you know, for those of you that haven't seen Forks Over Knives, and then there's also What the Health and Cowspiracy. Um, there's many out there, but those are some of my favorites. That I think that they do a really good job of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, encompassing almost everything that goes on with animal agriculture. You know, from health to environment to you know animal cruelty, whatever, and. It's funny. I know we had talked about this before. Ironic, I guess would be a better word. That um, normally when people ask me about veganism, I'll be like, oh, go watch Earthlings because it's super harsh. It shows, you know, terrible scenes of things happening to animals. And usually that's my instinct because I think for me, it took me watching a, you know, a minute of that movie and was like, forget it. I'm never eating meat. But for some reason, I went another route with you guys and told you, why don't you go watch What the Health and Forks Over Knives? And I'm actually really happy happy that it happened that way because I remember in um, the beginning, your guys' first response was like, wow, you know, like I've seen the stuff about the animal cruelty and although I don't agree with it, you know, we kind of, I feel like a lot of people just kind of accept it as life. Um, But to understand a lot of the health defects in eating the way that the typical American diet is or most first world country diet is, uh, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty well hidden from us. So to be able to unveil some of that, I feel like it's kind of, you know, especially at our age, we're getting older. Is <laughs> well, and that's what I like. Like, that's why this collaboration is so good because Travis and I, you know, our spiritual practice, um, part of that is accepting um, what the universe puts in front of us. And then also that that's a part of somehow there's what we need, something that we need or want is an ends in that. And so the fact that you, I mean, you wouldn't have got very far this would be a completely different conversation had it been, let's just talk about how cruelty is. Let's talk about how bad yeah. of a person you are because you're <clears throat> killing animals and wasting all this water. And, blood. and it's like, it's not gonna that wasn't where our interests are. Our interests yeah. were in feeling better and the planet living more natural life. Like to me, it's more interesting learning about that. My body, well, I didn't learn this in health class or if I did, I wasn't paying attention that my body from my teeth to my 
stomach to my intestines is not made to process meat. And I find my, what's funny, like, you know, the title of the show being, uh, what's going on? No, continue. I'm sorry. So for, for <laughs> we'll I think, get to that. Yeah. So we're just so that everybody knows for um, the Vegan Danielle's podcast, we do a live on uh, Tap Into um, on our Facebook page at the same time that we record. So our, right now. Right now. Yeah. So right now. <laughs> so um, unfortunately, when you hear this on the podcast, <laughs> it'll already be over with. However, um, so we do a lot of uh, shout outs and we do the questions. We have audience questions and we've got some really good ones that we're going to come to. Kimberly, I see your question. Uh-huh. So we I will definitely – I know. We will get to I know. It, we will sure. get to it for sure. Um, and so, yeah, if just so like that just people – Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So you're going to have to help me get back into where um, – okay. Oh, how the universe – like this collaboration is good because learning how my body works and made to work. And what keeps me coming back because as I tell with Tra- – as I, with Travis and I talked about, I'm, I'm not for in any way the cruelty of the animals – or how we deplete resources, but because, you know, as the title of the show, Kentucky Fried Vegans, I'm a Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, horse farms are all around me, like the culture, I've just, it's, yeah. it is ingrained in me, and it's not going to change like that, even if I recognize things that are wrong with that, yeah. and so for me, my journey on the physical health was much more important to dive into, um, and so I'm excited to learn more about not only animals and environment but the activism that goes along with that and how i fit into that because that makes me really uncomfortable i agree (laughs) and i feel like that was a really big part of me too was uh i mean it's really easy there's two words that are nicely put together cognitive dissonance when you don't see everything for what it is it's really easy to call something a piece of bacon or a hamburger whatever, and you don't understand what the animal's life was before and the impact on the environment it had, the impact that it has on your body as it goes through you. And, um, you know, one of the things that I guess in a way is an unfortunate thing is that a lot of people don't start seeing problems associated with animal products until later in their life. And so you can go, you know, 30, 40, 50 years, some people their entire life and not have any health issues ever or not be diagnosed with anything at least. And um, I feel like in a way that's what, you know, <laughs> a lot of people are like, well, I eat bacon every day and I'm fine. It's like, yeah, well, you might have some clogged <laughs> arteries in a couple years and maybe never. But for me, it's like I was just talking to someone last night on, you know, someone sent me a direct message on Instagram and it was just like, badgering me like I don't even want to use that word but just over it just every single little thing that he brought up about like well bacon tastes good I'm like yeah well I bet you know barbecued human tastes good too if you put some spices on it like realistically I bet a lot of things taste good you know barbecued human like I mean really if we were in a survival you know situation and there was a human I'd die <laughs> I'd probably die too. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I don't. Know. I don't. <laughs> and so for me, it's an opposite—not an opposite. We we were sitting here th- uh, talking about this the other day, um, Pete and I, about why are we doing this? What is the purpose? And he was, you know, telling me what he just told you um, about his reasoning. And and for me, um, I think it was ten. It was like a little bit of what he was saying too. But for me, it was very much so. The energy, what comes through mm-hmm. with eating, right. um, things. almost like a karma. Yeah, it's thing. a karma thing. Yeah, um, but like it also, and you know, tenfold has to do with wanting to be healthier, right? right. All around. Um, 
and I educated myself, right? Where yeah. You think, with your help, of course. But like, there are very, um, there's a lot, it's a factor that once you read and you listen and you watch these things, that it just, for us, makes sense. And yeah. that is as far as you will hear Travis and Pete. And I'm assuming Danielle, because she's not, she's very along the same lines of us going to wag our fingers at you and say, yeah. you should. Because yeah, that's not what it's about. That's what, like, Kimberly had said on here, some activists are a bit extreme. Um, I agree. For sure. And that is one thing that gives vegans a bad name. I can tell you both sides of it. Like, me being a vegan, I understand the passion behind it. I understand that a lot of people are vegan for the animals, and they just really want to end all of this stuff. And so they just, they'll do anything to try to help the animals. And their intention is not to, most of the time I can say, I don't think their intention is to hurt people. I don't think their intention is to put people down, but it comes across really aggressive because of the amount of backlash that vegans get too. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, there's people like me that I, I consider myself a really light activist. I do a lot of Instagram, you know, recipes and I try to show that it's really easy and healthy to eat vegan. Um, and that, you know, it, it's my own kind of form of thing. Like I don't need to be holding a giant sign in front of SeaWorld and I, you know, more power to those people. I, you know, that's their thing. There, there's a time and a place for it. And I think there's the right person for that too. And I'm sure it does do some good. Otherwise they wouldn't keep on doing it. But for me, I feel like, you know, the conversation that we had in the very beginning where it's like, of course I would love to run around and tell everyone I know all these things about being vegan, but it's just, yeah, like it's not my experience in the past when I first went vegan was like, I would start telling people, do you know this? Do you know this? And then it's like, I would get let down and let down. It's like, yeah, well, I don't care. Bacon tastes good. Or I don't care about this. Or I don't care about that. And it's like, well, okay, I've got to figure out for same thing for me, time and place. And for you guys, because you're already living on this compassionate sort of, you know, open-minded lifestyle, it was easier for me to kind of come to you guys like little by little, like, hey, you know, um, and just try to feed you a little bit of information and let you do the research on your own. And I remember right after you guys had watched the first documentary <laughs> and I got a text from you that was just like, holy shit. Or yeah, it was like we went and we threw away all of the stuff in the refrigerator. Yeah, and it was like. Um, and and that was after I said, "Don't throw away everything." Yeah, and it's funny that, <laughs> that you know, your oh, yeah. la- probably yeah. your last job before your next job choice of more vegan conscious, you yeah. went to Olive Garden. I threw away a couple jobs together, my yeah. fav- one of my favorite dishes ever, which was their chicken parm. Yeah, oh. favorite, one of my favorites. You know what? Oh my god! If you saw how that, like, aside <laughs> from the animal thing, the- <laughs> <I'm here>. I <laughs> cried as that went in the trash, dude. It's insane to me. Like, okay, take out every step that happens before the chicken parm gets to Olive Garden, like all the cruelty and whatever hormones and everything added to it. Just the way that that stuff is stored, nope. you know? Well, I don't really care And frozen so. and, Ugh. you know? So, it's microwave. It tasted good. It, it tasted good. That's okay. That <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't deny that it tastes good. I've had it. It does taste good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the Kimberly is really uh, – thank you very much, Kimberly, for um, taking part of this. She said people don't realize how important what they eat really is, and it really is. And so the, a lot of the people that come onto the Travis and Pete page are very um, – uh, very s- energy sensitive, yeah. uh, open minded people, um, and so what we know is that what we put in the energy we put out is an energy we get back in, right? So for me, I can say that <sighs> it's very new <laughs> for us, right? So this, we've mm-hmm. been vegan for in Mexico, in Mexico. That's so hard. Sunday. So What's hard. not? I mean, fresh produce. Is, and grains yeah. are such a staple, and anyways. Yeah. That yeah yeah yeah. So 
it's such a staple anyways that you just literally have to miss the meat markets and you got to like curb out some aisles in Walmart or the supermercado, whatever that's called. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like how you pictured it. You were vegetarian with some chicken, I think, and then you just dropped the chicken. So it's like, it's just dropping the meat dish and like, I love, I I used to have this list of foods that I hated and would never taste, whether (laughs) smell, texture, whatever. Yeah. And mushrooms were on that. And luckily somewhere along the line, I learned to like them. You hide them in the pizza or whatever it is. And now the fact that like portobello mushrooms are so meat-like and so tasty and flavorful, like I'm excited that my palate for vegetables and fruits have grown. I just had a, what's this thing called? Dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. That's a rare one, guys. That one's a yellow one. We don't. Those are super expensive. Yeah, like rare. I would have. It looks weird. <laughs> it's not the staple orange apple pear right. watermelon. And, and but I mean, I'm excited to try new things and open up. And I wanted to make a comment while, um, while I was thinking about it. And it's that with any, it, probably more about the activism thing slash trying new things slash talking about what I'm interested in. All of our, all we're doing is talk about our experience yeah, and our interpretation exactly. of our world. Not that it, not for anybody else's means, except for just to have an exchange. Yeah. It still holds and, true for us is take what you like from this and leave the rest. Right. right. And so mm-hmm. the thing that I loved after watching that first documentary, after a couple of the exchanges we've had, is that my journey for the past year and even a little bit before that, several years has been, I'm just looking for things that make sense to me. Yeah. Ooh. And I where's, think that's so important. Where's Dang. the bell? God dang it. on. There. Yeah. And it's, okay. it's oh, there it is. Yes. <laughs> I found it with my butt. It was hidden. I think Ashley hid it. I think it that's where it goes. No, she doesn't. Same time she removed our picture from the wall. <gasps> and so I, you know, if someone asks me about why I do what I do, it's because somewhere in my DNA, it just clicks and makes sense. And I don't need to explain it to myself. I don't have to know every little detail. I just know that it feels good. Thank yeah. you. And you know, that actually brings me back to what I was saying before you interrupted me, which was that. No, that's that, that that's a good thing. I'm not trying to poke at you. Or Aren't whatever. you? Maybe a little. But no, I, I was getting around to it. And then you interjected with a really good story. So it worked out. And then the end, end, I mean, you're end game. The end game was exactly <laughs> that. I'm not going to sit here and you never, you never will hear, especially the people that I love. I don't think that you're wrong. I don't think that anybody is wrong necessarily for believing what they believe no, in. Right? And I, I mean, it, there's a reason we all kind of grew up believing certain things, and it doesn't make us any more intelligent or more wise. That like, hey guys, we learned about this kind of stuff because I mean, it's. Everywhere. It's within our, our, you know, social media. It's within the TV. It's the magazines. Everything is McDonald's, Burger King, you know, eat this, more ice cream, more pizza, get this deal. And when a hamburger is on sale at McDonald's for $1.99 and a salad is seven bucks. And you throw tons of juice, like sauce and spices. And I mean, that's what we're really loving when we love meat. Is the plant spices. For me, here is what I, I cannot, um, turn myself back around on is that I'm officially educated, right? I cannot unlearn what I've learned. How do learned. you go back? Right. Um, I can't. For me, I cannot go back. And right. will I mess up? Possibly. I don't plan on it. Um, will I fail at a couple of things? Possibly. Maybe. I don't plan Who on cares? it. But I know that after what I've known now, I can't. And I will tell you this. This is why I love you, Kimberly, so much is because you're asking questions about what you want to know. What I will not tolerate in my lives anymore is people who use the excuse, well, I don't know. I don't know. Educate yourself. Yeah, we have internet. If you guys are watching this, 
you are able to look and if you educate yourself here's the thing it's if you educate yourself and then you still are just like no it's not my thing good for you stand strong for what you believe in yeah i'm not going to push you in uh, any other way and that's how i feel too that it's like i i sometimes like there's a part of me that just wants to go out and and you know just like those crazy activists and be like you guys should all do this because you know, save the animals, save our planet. But the thing is, nobody wants to be told they're wrong, number one. And nobody wants to be yelled at or, you know, no. anything about it. Like all of us. Nor most should of they us, be. Right. And most of us who are vegan were not born that way. Most of us lived a normal American diet or wherever you're from, typical diet. And then we transitioned into veganism later. And so how is it okay for me to judge you because I found it sooner. You know what I mean? And maybe some people will never find it and that's, or they just deny it. That's not their thing. All right. Fine. Like, of course I would love the vegan, the world to go vegan, but sure. I'm also realistic that that's never going to happen. Sure. So it's I don't just, know. It's a really, you know, it's just for, we have a really good group here and I think we've all surrounded ourselves, everybody in this podcast studio and over there, you know, on the other side of the glass, even we're very, very want to educate ourselves on a day-to-day basis for something, right? We want to be open-minded. We want to be more conscious of things. And I think that anybody that's going to be reading this, sure, reading this or watching it or listening <laughs> to it, um, we're in good company. So if we ch- we are able to get on here and do something um, for a couple people that you know Danielle was able to do for us just by simply saying, here, this is what you can do. This is where you can go educate yourself. Then, you know... One person turns into a million, right? Right. Paying it forward. I just wanted to say on the comment section on here, Lisa is saying, when I eat my animals, I speak words of positive energy. I make sure that the source is an organic cage resource. Um, Here's my view on that. I feel like that's a big step, and I Mm -hmm. feel like it's much better than some of the factory farms. Um, And it's definitely a step in the right direction. The thing that sucks about this. And I don't mean this like directly at you, Lisa. It's just something that like I've gone through a few times is like it for me, murder is murder. So if you, if we, you know, change that cow to a human and you say, you know, one guy, you know, brutally rapes and murders this woman. Right. And, uh, you know, it was a slow, torturous death versus a guy just shoots this other woman in the head. Okay. Yeah, one is, I guess, you can view worse than the other because the other one went through a lot more suffering, but you're still taking away a life of someone who wants to live. And so for me, I don't find any need to eat animals. They're all the vitamins that we get from meat are coming from the plant sources that the meat eats. Right. And we're getting them more concentrated with plants. And we're getting fiber, something that meat has none of, which means, you know, the blocked intestines and everything else that goes, you know— goes along with all of that. So I'm not like clowning anybody who eats meat because I realize a lot of well, people let me, do. Let me interrupt you real quick just so that I can give you a little background on Lisa, for instance. Okay. Lisa um, started doing the ketogenic um, diet because yeah. of some um, – I don't want to give too much of your stuff, Lisa, yeah. but she had some medical necessities where mm-hmm. um, she – it was recommended to her needed fat. Yeah. So here's where you jump in here's it. vegan turn vegan danielle too. right okay so what can you say for that it's hard for me to get enough fat without the animal fat so now here's the thing when you're dealing with animal fats you're also dealing with a very high bad cholesterol i'm sure you know there's a difference between hdl and ldl cholesterol if not one's good one's bad um you can have really high levels of good cholesterol which usually comes from plants bad cholesterol tends to come from all animal products milk eggs meat whatever butter especially um and you can get fat without getting the extra saturated fats, without getting, you know, all that 
because there's nothing else good for it. For example, like if I eat an avocado, super high in omegas, super high in like the omega-3 fatty acids, you're getting a ton of that. You're getting good fats in there. You're also getting fiber. You're also getting different kind of vitamins. So if I you know, had the choice between, say, it's five grams of fat for however much avocado I'm going to eat, but it comes with all those other things, or I have a piece of toast with a bunch of butter on it, and you're getting your fat that way, but that's all you're getting. And it's artery clogging fat. Like it's not, it's not the same with alpha linoic. I can never say it right. Acid ALA is something that helps break down things into our bodies. We we get that from the plants. And so I, I have ketogenic diet is so hard for me because I've had a few friends talk about it and it's the most anti-vegan. Anti-vegan. It really is, but that's okay. It is, and it's the most – it makes no sense to me. And and part of my fault in that is that I I haven't done a ton of research on keto, but the little bit that I've heard, like my friend that's going through it, and she'll tell me her typical meals, and I'm like, how does that make any sense? (laughs) Like it's not natural. It's not – I mean it's artery clogging. It's going to cause problems you know, in the future. I I would hope not, but I would assume if you keep eating that way, your arteries are going to get clogged. I don't – I'm not a doctor, but – in my opinion, I don't think it's healthy. I think there's plenty of other ways you can get healthy fats without eating bacon and butter. And of course, you know. so can we go into that? Um, your last statement. I know I'm not a doctor, but in my opinion, that is where it's really hard for me. Even talking about what I've just learned now is because yeah. where's these, your basis? Where everything I've been told my whole life may or may not be true. Right. It was paid for by a company that wants <laughs> to stay in business that went to the. American something or other association that's supposed to protect my health and protect the world and wildlife, whatever. And I'm just, I'm at that point right now where it's almost like shock. Like, I don't know what the science is, what the resources that I'm supposed to be absorbing that's even true. So what I've kind of learned. Maybe the plants are just as alive as animals. Who knows? Right. I did see that comment. We are going to get to that. I do. We want to talk about that. Um, So I, okay. In response to that, because I felt the same way too, where people ask me questions and it's like, no, I am not a physician. I'm not a dietitian. I am a vegan who's done research on my own. Anybody can do this research. And of course there's going to be controversial things, but if you'll find, like you said, a lot of the controversial um, articles that are talking about why you should eat more eggs or something like that are funded by the egg industry. They're mm-hmm. funded by the government, you know? And so of course they're going to be telling you eat three eggs a day because they want their money. But if you look at some of these uh, peer reviewed studies, things that are literally done by universities, by doctors, by people who are not backed by other companies, they are doing it simply for research. Like one of my favorite doctors is Dr. Michael Greger. He was on, I think he had a little bit on forks over knives or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, Dr. Neil Bernard, both of them are vegan doctors, and they have shown extensive research of decades of information, not just like a six-month study, but decades of you know showing these people's lives going through change, or they did some things on mice, which was another controversial thing because of the vegan thing, but um, to just kind of show the progression of humans who ate meat versus humans that even switched to a vegetarian diet. But then switching to a fully vegan diet, because usually vegetarians still eat a lot of cheese, and that's one of the worst things for our health. And so it, it was really interesting just seeing, you know, these long studies. And, um, oh gosh, sorry, reading comments. <laughs> All right. And um, just like, you know, these, these are things you can't lie about. These are tests that are shown. These are, you know, it's so just spikes in blood sugar or it shows levels of fat in your arteries and um, the instant change 
as soon as somebody would switch to a vegan diet. And so it's like, well, when you're doing that study on 10,000 people, it's not a coincidence that all of their blood sugar went down and all of their, you know, ailments started to decease. It was just like, wow, you know? So I guess that for me is like with you guys, it's like I realize that I'm not a doctor. Therefore, if someone has more in-depth questions, it's like, hey, go on YouTube. Check out this doctor. He does a lot of, you know, whatever. Or go check out Forks Ever Knives. There's a lot of doctors in there or things that are like backed by research so that it's like I'm not just some random person speaking on behalf of vegans. I mean, like, so. and, and, you know, it brought up a really good point is that, you know, these documentaries that we watch, right, um, they are intended for shock value sometimes. They are yes. intended to deliver some of the the messages that – Fear-based. Fear-based. And that's, you know, whatever it takes to get you there. There are some information in there that is not completely accurate, just like in any documentary you're going to find, right? Because you're getting one side of it. You're getting one side yeah. of it. Um, I, you spoke with a really good friend. I think she's actually on here right now, Melissa Ray Crispell. Um, she is a uh, – oh, God. I don't want to give the wrong title, but she is a very – She's a health specialist. Uh, she's a health specialist. Thank you. Um, Specifically, and nutrition. you know she she knows some of the doctors that were on some of these documentaries, and you know she can say that some of the information isn't correct. But here's the thing: so we've got Lisa who said my doctors put me on this keto diet, right? Terrible. Um, but here's the thing: I, you can't judge them any more than you can judge the doctors that believe no. that you know that meat is is good for you, just like the doctors that believe that vegetables only are good well, for that, right? Okay, so that is a really good point because when she's saying my doctor put me on it, okay, I, I'm not mad at you for that. Like no. you're, And I'm not even mad at your doctor because he was probably misinformed. There's, I mean, I don't know, I, They, you guys don't really know who I am, but Travis and Pete, I think you guys mm-hmm. had heard an episode I did with a doctor, Dr. Angie. Uh, she's a gastroenterologist, so she specials in everything in the digestive system. And she's vegan, and she was talking about, like, in med school, they don't teach you these things. There might be one or two sentences that talk about, like, oh, yeah, you know, eat more plants. You know, but it doesn't say anything about veganism. They don't use those words. But those books are written by government agencies that fund them. You know, it's like it's kind of hard. You you can't blame anybody for not knowing a lot of this information. And then when health problems arise and everybody's like, well, what happened? I don't understand. It's like, well— Remember that, you know, hamburger and all that we said was okay or eating 10 eggs a day was okay or Whoops. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe that's the problem. But there's no money in healthy people, you know, and that's one thing that like you know, there's, keep them sick right. and you keep the money coming in. I can only tell you what I believe to be true. And it doesn't you can't tell me I'm wrong for believing it. Yeah. I can't tell you what your doctor believes is wrong. Pete can't, you know, it's just this is where we, you're not going to hear um, certified nutrition. Okay. Melissa Ray Bell, certified yeah. nutrition specialist, certified natural health provider, new, new, naturopathic. naturopathic candidate. Yeah. Boom. She's amazing. Check her out. Great Facebook page. You would love her. Um, so, but here's the thing. You're not going to see, I'm not going to try to tell you. I'm just going to give you the same information that I have been given myself and let you decide for yourself, right? right? Take right. What you it like, works the rest. for me. Take what yeah. you like and leave the rest. I'm not going to fault anybody for wanting to still eat meat. I still right. love love people who eat meat. Go to your milk, eat your hamburger if you want to. It's just not my thing. Yeah, yeah. And and how I feel too is like that's exactly <laughs> my point is that although, like I said earlier, I would love for people to stop eating animals sure. and stop contributing to this. However, 
um, I realized that that's not completely doable. And um, <clears throat> I was telling someone earlier, like, it's just, it's not necessary for me. Like, Boom. I, you know, I, I get a million questions. Well, what about this? What about honey? What about this? And it's like, I just don't find it necessary. There are hundreds and thousands of plants, including grains, rice, legumes, fruits, vegetables, you know, like how many animals do Americans typically eat? You know, you got your typical pigs, chicken, cows, sometimes goat. You might have some really odd ones. You got your seafood, whatever. But how many fruits and vegetables are edible out there? Hundreds of thousands. And even if you want to just narrow it down to things that are in the grocery store, you're still going to get tens of thousands of different kind of beans and pastas. And, you know, all these things are plant-based. They have no animal products in them and they're whole foods, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like when people ask me, what do you eat? It's like, what do you mean? Like everything (laughs) except for the animals, you know? And when I think, you know, part of that animal-based diet and as we Kentucky fried people are yeah. Processed diet, right? Sugar, processed oils. oils sh- yeah. uh, I come back to sugar, carbs. It's just like it's this addiction. Yeah, and it sells. When you ask me, well, what am I going to eat besides vegetables? Well, ooh, leaves or ooh, vegetables <laughs> or ooh, a tree. Like yeah. I just, it's new to my palate, and my brain's like, no, we want that sweet thing. But one of the coolest things about paleo is that we, you know, after a month of doing it, the pears and the peaches and the bananas and the, the vegetables. like it was the most sweet. It was like chocolate ice cream because you were used but to but without the land, like, yeah. yeah 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 um yeah Ashley will you scroll to the beginning of the comments for us because I want to I think get into addressing that plants yeah. versus animals I just went through this where, with somebody yeah. So we have somebody that like has joined us. Her name is right Kimberly Man. Her question is: Don't you think? Well, don't you think that the veggies are just as alive as the cows, and it takes a whole lot more of those resources to feed the same amount of people? And go. Okay, thank you. I was like, Can I, <laughs> I know you, please, you're please, chewing please. at the bit over here. We're gonna, okay. we'll, we'll all take our turns and let you know what we've learned. But you go first. <laughs> so this is a two-part question for me. Um, don't you think that the veggies are just as alive as the cows? Okay, address this, number one. Now, I had someone ask me the other day, don't plants have feelings? And, um, you know, what if they do? It's been proven that they have a certain energy source. You know, now you're just murdering plants. Okay, easiest answer for me to say on that is the amount of plants that you <laughs> drum roll, please. I'm excited to hear this. The amount of plants that a vegan would eat in a typical meal, you know, whatever you're having, is nothing compared to what you need to feed a cow to maturity, right? If you consider the amount of grains that a cow eats through its entire life before it's slaughtered, like we're not, we couldn't eat that in our, you know, the same amount of lifespan, right? The same amount of time that sure. that cow is alive. So technically, <laughs> if you're eating meat, you're actually murdering more plants. So, and the amount of resources that get killed, you know, to build these giant farms and all these, you know, animal agriculture, it's like they, you're killing off so many other resources too, that even if plants have feelings and that's a true thing, that you're still hurting more plants. So that's part A. Um, part two. It's uh, part B. <laughs> it's A and two. Blue. Part, part, part green. Part oct- octagon. <laughs> octagon, right? Yes. Um, it takes a whole lot more of these resources to feed the same amount of people. Okay. Kind of on the same point. So um, there's something shown. I think it was in Cowspiracy, one of those documentaries, that like the amount of grain that it takes to feed a cattle, kind of along what I was saying earlier, um, if we took that amount of grain that we spend on all these cattle in these giant factory farms, we could end world hunger because instead of feeding the cattle grain, we could feed it to other people, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, super, like, 
it's true. You know, like, of course, what are we going to do? Send bags of corn to Africa? I, I don't know. I don't know where that would start. But there would at least be a, an option, you know, if we weren't feeding these huge hundreds of pounds animals, all these grains, and we could actually mm-hmm. give those to people that were starving or, you know, start something that wasn't as destructive. Because the thing is, it's not just the cow dying and the life cycle. Like it's like the cows produce so much manure that ends up putting off certain gases that are harmful for, you know, carbon monoxide. Um, and also the amount of land that has to be cut down. The factory farms themselves have CO2 emissions, like greenhouse gases. Like I, you know, there's so many debates that are on pick those. Parts. Yeah. Pick parts. <laughs> that was yeah. the funniest part of that. More than fit. What is it? More than 50% of greenhouse gases are contributed to what was the gas called? It wasn't the CO2. It was... uh, carbon monoxide, I think. Or no, that's just CO. But um, I don't remember. It was a different kind of gas. It's a different one. But yeah, and, oh, I think there was a nitrogen one too. Just the amount, you know, a- any of the destructive gases are basically considered the greenhouse gases. It's usually carbon monoxide and dioxide. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so if you take all of our forms of transportation, cars, boats, you know, motorcycles, whatever, and you combine them all into one, they're all still less than the amount of greenhouse gases produced by animal agriculture. And so for me, that's another huge part too. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so unnecessary. Like we don't need to be tearing up our earth like this, you know? Mm-hmm. So here, you know, this is, let's interject with the, the opinions expressed in this episode are those of non-professional right. doctors, right? This is all our opinions. They are. Um, these are things that we have been told. They may not all be completely 100 correct, but we're not trying to, we're, this is not what we're about. We're not sitting here trying to tell you Facts and facts and facts. We're just talking. You can learned. find those. Right. You can find those on your own. <laughs> yeah. And if you believe something different, then so be it. Believe what you want to believe. Take what you like and leave the rest. Once yeah. again. Yeah, it's, it's what feels right. I mean, Lisa, Lisa Otto's comment, the ketogenic diet was developed to stop seizures. Right now in her life, that is the most important thing for <sighs> her. I know. If at some and that's point, hard. Yeah. If at some point she then wants to continue that Caesar stoppage with a, a different mindset of protecting the planet or saving animals yeah. or her own physical health, then that's going to feel right to her. It's... And so like I – just the fact that she's on here yeah. and we're talking – we're Love having it. the conversation. I know. I do appreciate we're that. We're doing it yeah. peacefully. We're and exchanging it... opinions like – and well, I just that's beautiful. Go ahead. Well, you know, it's just I can't think of any right off the bat, but we have to think about also it's like if we were to look back in the past 20 years about what professional medical professionals have taught us about things. Yeah. And like and then they've fallen off within 5 years or 10 years or whatever. What could we what 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 seems right now and if what works for you great, but will we be looking back in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years even at some of these um, different diets that have been given to us like the Atkins diet or whatever Ugh, or whatever. So no, di- yeah, And that's opinions, right? Yeah. That's I believe the same thing to be true. But will we look back and go, oh, my God, they actually got people to do these kinds of diets right. and then kind of laugh it off and then realize that what we're doing now is way better. Who well, knows? and that's, that's where one thing when you brought up the term diet. So that's one thing that I did want to kind of bring up. The veganism is not a diet. You can have a plant based diet, which means they're eating mm-hmm. mostly plants. And that's that's a diet. You know, usually people do that to lose weight. Yes, you can lose weight on a vegan diet, but you can also gain weight. It all really depends on what you're eating. <laughs> you're eating avocados Oreos and bread all day. Oreos are Oreos vegan. Pasta. Yeah. Pasta. And Oreos and, and soy milk. Yeah. So, I mean, you could Ugh. totally gain weight. However, this is where veganism differs in this that they call it 
they, the people of veganism, (laughs) call it a lifestyle because Mm -hmm. it's literally like doing the least amount of harm every day of your life. So if that means that I pick out, you know, a purse that's not real leather next time or, you know, because I still have my old leather one from before I was vegan or like if I choose to buy a glass straw instead of plastic straws or if I, you know, certain little things like that, just every little bit adds up. And don't ever feel like you're not enough, like you're just one person doing it. Because if you look up online, you can look up uh, what one vegan saves in a year or something like that if you type it in on Google. And it's something like 10,000 gallons of water and, and, you know, one cow and 10 chickens and like, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's like that's just one person. So if we get enough people that are kind of even if they're not fully vegan, but just make more conscious choices Mm -hmm. to try to. You know, don't throw away the rest of your dinner when you go out, you know, save it, give it to a homeless person, whatever, give it to someone that needs it. Like, don't, don't be so wasteful. And I don't know, I think for me, that's what it's really turned into is just kind of, you know, being more responsible, I think being an adult, being an adult. (laughs) And I think it's really imperative that we also state um, that there are things that you can get from a vegan diet that you can't get with meat and vice versa, right? Okay, um, so that is <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was get, my thought. Was okay, like, <laughs> cholesterol, but in, you know, all joking I, I know, aside, is that it's like that's where supplementation comes in, right? There are supplements for everything. We actually work well. We are part of a great company, um, and Melissa Crispell over at Long Term Wellness um, is also uh, helps out with this company as well about supplementation and the natural. It's Coco. The natural supplementation <laughs> that um, that can be, you know, that you can't get from a vegan diet or from a vegetarian diet or vice versa that you can't get from eating only meat and cheeses and whatnot. So supplementation is key and imperative um, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, for any lifestyle choice that you choose, correct? So yeah. uh, just putting that in there. Thank you. And I do agree with that as well, that like I don't think that – like some people say, well, veganism isn't for me. I'm like, I think, I think you're just saying that because I think you could make it work if you're somebody that needs – like I have a friend that's kind of thin already and she um, is not vegan. And she's like, well, I can never be vegan because I'll be too skinny. And I'm like, well, you could do it. It would be a little more work. Um, and I understand the hesitance because I was – I, you know, in the beginning, I think one of my biggest things was like – well, I'm into fitness. Like, am I going to have a problem? Fitness, whole pizza in my mouth. I do that too. <laughs> Sorry, I cannot, I cannot hear the word fitness and not say that. <laughs> I do Kentucky Fried coming out. All right. I know. Fitness, whole Kentucky Fresh <laughs> in my face. <laughs> Sorry. Tofu turducken. Tofu turducken. Tofu turducken. Tofurkin. Tofurkey. For ducking. For fucking ducking. Ooh. Ashley just left us. Our producer's gone. She's like, I'm out. So fitness. So fitness. So, and then I started, um, I started realizing how many fitness people, like I'm talking about like heavyweight lifters, NFL linemen, bodybuilders, like not, not the typical little skinny little vegans people think about, you know, I'm not talking about like runaway models. I'm talking about big bulky guys that, uh, are not protein deficit. <laughs> I know, right? I love that. Because that's what thing you hear. I'm like, protein deficit, deficit, deficit is something that really only happens with people that are in extreme cases of starvation. Like, you don't start losing your own protein until your body is not, until you're not consuming enough calories 
for your body to stay alive and then it starts eating itself. So protein deficiency is like it's not a thing in developed countries. And that's what I think is kind of important too. When they talk about protein deficient vegans, I'm like, wait, hold on. First of all, plants have a ton of protein. Yeah. And uh you're not gonna be protein deficient. So <laughs> it's just so, like there's so many things out there that um you know, I feel like a lot of the big companies fight against when people start hearing about veganism. And so, I don't know. Research is out of, there. Right. And that, that brings me to my very last point, probably, because we're going to wrap this up pretty yeah. soon. But, like, so we've got a really a lot of good comments on here. Um, there's, uh, you know, we've also got our friend here, Vula Got Some Tacos. Um, her real name is actually <laughs> Vula Galiatsatos. Oh, yeah. I tried to get it as quickly as possible. She's also um, part of the Park Integrative uh, Health line of supplements where she can uh, um she's got a lot of good information on that she's one of the another really healthy person that goes on a that that has a regular plant animal diet she does great for herself that is her choice and we don't you know there's it's great for her what works for you is great what works for me is great um go educate on yourself uh kimberly was asking about supplements and she said uh don't don't most supplements go through the digestive system undissolved? No, they don't. Well, okay, I cannot. I'm not a medical professional. Yeah, that is somebody you can also go check with um, over on Long Term Wellness or or Vula Vula over at um, Flow of Energy. Flow of Energy. She's got some really good information. You can go to perk.com. You can go to you know P E R Q U Q U dot com. Google. So, but yeah, we've got people on here wanting to know about different. things. Things do what you want. We're going to post on our uh, probably on the comments somewhere. Hopefully, <laughs> we, t- we say because we, we got to put the documentaries on there. Yeah, yeah so I was so just going to put some say, resource yeah, links I to where. Some, yeah, and some of the 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 documentaries that we were given helped us out. Some again, not all information is correct. You take what you like and leave the rest. Sprout some off for us, would you, Danielle? Sprout. Oh. Sprout. <laughs> <laughs> That man talk. Um, yeah, so some of my favorite documentaries, which are on Netflix for free right now, if you have a subscription, would be Forks Over Knives, uh, What the Health. What the Health. What the Health, like what the hell, but health. Um, I really like Cowspiracy as well. Um, what's another good one? Earthlings is a really hard one to watch. Ugh. It does deal with a lot of cruelty side of it. Yep. Um, and then... I think I know there's one more that I'm forgetting that's a good one, but I think that's a good start for you guys. Are they 100% science? Are they 100% accurate? Are they 100% true? No. I'll say Are they 100% wrong? Sh- no. Right. Absolutely. Take They're what you 100% like. thought provoking. Yeah. And for open me, your eyes. Open least. your eyes. Do what yeah. you want to. Created the need to Don't learn use more. the excuse yeah. I don't know anymore or yeah. I don't want to look or, you know, whatever. It's up to know you. Know where your food comes from. That's my yeah. thing. It's like, know where that hamburger came from. I don't care if it's grass fed and all these stupid little terms that everyone throws out there. I don't mean that as a stab to anybody. It's just that no. I hear that a lot. I'd rather like, you know that than get it from a factory farm. <sighs> exactly. I would rather that. However, animals still want to live. The end. Period. <laughs> That's her, this is this is the opinion from vegan Danielle. It's worked Just for her for the past couple of years. It's worked for Pete and I for the past couple of weeks. For the past couple for the past couple of days, right? And so, TBD. Stay tuned. Go educate yourself. Comment on what you think. This has been amazing, by the way. Yes, I've gotten fine. so much energy from this because we've had people participate and we've had yeah, people ask so. the hard questions. Um, they've put put up here. Um, but again, this is just the opinion of three people. I know. <laughs> I use my hands rolling, rolling, a lot. Rolling. 
Um, but yeah, rolling. <laughs> speaking of songs, okay, look so look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, and there it goes. <laughs> we created a choo choo train oh, on the line. Look how uncoordinated I am. Oh my god, anyway. I don't know what to do with my yeah. hands. <laughs> I play with pen flats. Vegan Danielle, thank you so much for having us on your podcast. And thank you for having me on your Facebook Live. This has Live. been amazing. There yep. was some hearts and some love to Miss Danielle. Um, I'm sure this won't be the last time that you, you see her, uh, hear her. Um, and yeah, <laughs> killed it, crushed it. Boom. Thank you for joining us. I don't know if you have an ending. <laughs> We're a little bit delayed on this. Um, We're laughing at ourselves on yeah. Facebook Live. Um, Got getting some love. Oh, look at all the hearts! I know, right? Look, Pete, you are really loved. I'm sorry, Ashley. You are loved. <laughs> you are absolutely loved. Um, do you have really a sign-off? Do you have a sign-off? Oh, off? I don't. I just okay. kind of say bye. Well, can we use bye. ours then for bye. both of them? It's like from... <gasps> for, no. We're going to do hearts. And then, oh, we'll, and then we'll go now. From our heart <laughs> to, to yours, yours uh, go out and, and uh, get Tap educated. Into life, Tap into life and education. go get educated. Um, check out Vegan Danielle. Let's do some po- plugs, right? Uh, Vegan Danielle. Uh, Instagram mostly. I do a little bit of Facebook, but Instagram, vegan underscore Danielle. I know. Vegan underscore Danielle. Um, and you can check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, iTunes. Speedburner. From the lovely specialty produce network. Yeah. Check yes. out. Very some, grateful to be on this network. Very, very grateful so thank you guys um thank and you. we will see you next tuesday and until <laughs> gonna do it until then uh, bye bye, bye. <laughs> wait for it did she get the live okay <laughs> we are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Please like us on Facebook and drop us a message to say hi. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and share us on your favorite social media. Special shout out to Specialty Produce Network. Aw, thanks. And our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. And we're better together. Until next time, get, get out, out there, there and tap, tap into life. life. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.